0: This is Glenn Crooks on frame. Andres Jason uh, signed a homegrown contract with the New York City Football Club on November the 19th, 2020. He's the club's fifth homegrown after winning back-to-back U19 national titles with the New York City FC Academy. He's also a pretty bright kid. He's a freshman at Yale University. So I figure you get into the Ivy Leagues, Andres, and, uh, um, well, that's quite an honor. Congratulations on your acceptance at Yale and, and uh, and welcome how are you
1: thank you yeah i'm doing really well super excited to be here so thanks for having me on
0: yeah well the further congrats uh signing the homegrown contract which uh well made things a little interesting so when you were accepted at yale you had every intention to play soccer there right that was last fall and then and then the pandemic struck
1: yeah yeah i think um originally my plan was to to play soccer at yale and develop um both physically on the field and also in the classroom. And I thought that was something that could be really useful for me. Then, um, obviously with the pandemic, the, uh, the Ivy league season was canceled. And that kind of made me have rethink um, my plans and, and the process that I saw for my development.
0: Yeah. As I recall the Ivy league, that was the first uh, division one or major conference that uh, that stopped proceedings, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were really the first ones. And, I think they kind of knew that a lot of other schools would, would follow quickly. Um, but yeah, they're, they're usually the first ones to do stuff like that.
0: So you say that kind of accelerated this uh, homegrown process. So is that where the discussions then started to get a little bit more serious? Because I do know coach Ronnie Dyla had you in preseason last year and was encouraged. And maybe there was even some discussion then.
1: Yeah, I think um it's kind of been an ongoing conversation that I've had with the club just throughout the Academy. And I think um, it was always something that I really wanted to do, but um, I also always valued education. And I thought um, like maybe just try and get some school in first, develop a little bit, um, get stronger um, and then come and do it. And then I think with the pandemic, it kind of changed a lot and it became possible to do both at the same time and do school while I played. And it was, it was really a no brainer that, Um, If I could come develop and still do school, then it's something that I really wanted to do because playing pro has always been um, a big goal of mine.
0: Yeah. And interestingly, the Ivy league, while a lot of the country is playing, they're also not playing this spring. You know, some of the conferences are completing their fall seasons in in the spring. Andres Jason, our guest uh, 19 years old. And uh, before we leave Yale, I mean, you are involved in studies and academics and, online classrooms while you're trying to train so what's how does that fit in how how do you how do you figure that out
1: yeah I think it's being proactive really Um, just understanding that I'm not gonna be able to be at every class but uh, most of them are recorded so just finding times to watch classes whether it's um, after training at night in between um, meetings just finding times to be efficient um, and make sure that I just stay on top of it because as soon as you kind of have a tough day of training, get in bed, take a nap. And then next thing you know, you're like three classes behind. So just make sure I stay on top of it.
0: Now, that must be difficult because your teammates are probably playing FIFA and whatever games are are played these days. And uh, (laughs) you've got got to buckle down and study.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I've been able to have a pretty good balance of understanding that I'm not going to be, you know, the, the most efficient guy every day. So making sure that I do pick days where I have a bit more free time and spend that time with teammates, just get to know them, bond. And then when I am in my room, um, just be in my bed, relax, but at least be um, like watching a recording or doing something that doesn't take up energy, but it does kind of help me with school and just help me stay on track.
0: How much did being part of uh, the 2020 preseason help uh, what you're going through now?
1: Yeah, I think it helped a lot um, in terms of coming into preseason this year, um, knowing obviously the homegrowns, but also knowing some of the other guys on the team and just being more comfortable with them, talking to them, um, kind of asking their opinions about like, what do you think I should do? Like, where do you think um, the best time of day to do work is like, is tomorrow's session do you think going to be hard? And just kind of using those guys to, to rebound questions off of because they've been through this process so many times and, preseason obviously is long and it's hard. So just making sure that, um, I stay, stay, you know, ready to do whatever comes my
0: way. Who do you find that you, uh, hang with mostly on the, on the team? Is there someone you've connected with or, or a group that you've connected with a little bit more?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've known James for a really long time. I uh, went to high school with him. So definitely James. Um, and then Justin Tavon, the homegrowns, I, I get along with really well, but then also, um, Keaton and Tony, um i've been talking to a lot i think they kind of had similar um uh, backgrounds to me and they can really give a lot of advice on on school and also um just the soccer side of it
0: well you mentioned tavon and then uh, along with joe scally who a former academy new york city fc player Gio reina former academy player uh u17 world cup so that 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 group uh, was all together for the world cup
1: yeah yeah, it's amazing to see that, you know, we all came from from the academy training um, St. John's every night to then and now seeing Gio at Dortmund and Skyly at Bruce Himmensch and Glaubach. So it's been really great to kind of come up through the ranks with them and experience all these things together.
0: You know, James has been uh, very much uh, transparent about his desires in the club. uh right along with him. He's got this contract extension he recently signed, but with the caveat that he does have a dream of playing in Europe and, and the club is, uh, is, is backing uh, those goals. So what do you have the, the, the same sort, I know you're just getting going here and, but do you have the same sort of uh, dreams? Do you look ahead and maybe for you it's South America, I'm not sure. Maybe it's Europe. Uh, what's in your mind?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, like you said, um just starting. So it's important to, to focus on like one season, one game at a time, but long, long um, a long goal of mine has always been to play in Europe. And I think most players in America and around the world, that's really the end goal. And so for me, um, my, my main goal right now is to, to do well here and establish myself here. And then if I am doing well, then try and make a move to Europe. Um, like some of my former teammates have
0: now, I mentioned South America because your father is Argentinian, but your mother is from Spain. Uh, the Argentina side, I guess if I read this correctly, your father played rugby, not soccer. I, I didn't even know that uh, rugby existed in Argentina, but apparently it does.
1: Yeah, so he um, he played a bit of rugby, uh, a bit of soccer. He kind of did it all um, growing up. And, and then uh, when I was younger, actually, I used to play a bit of rugby, um, until I was about 10,
0: 11. So
1: I, I was influenced a little bit
0: there. And that was here in the States. So you were born in the States, right? You were born in uh, Westchester County? Yeah. So I
1: was born in the city and then moved out yeah, to Westchester County. Oh, so. okay.
0: So, yeah, you are a multiple sport athlete, I I, I saw. Uh, and when I, I, I look at your, your major athletic influences, one is Lionel Messi. No, You know, that's okay. And he's Argentinian, so that works. But the other one is Steph Curry. So uh, are you a hoops guy? And and was there ever a, a time where you looked at hoops as like, eh, maybe this is what I want to do. Although at five foot eight or nine, maybe that was holding you back. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think um, when I was younger, I wasn't too into basketball. Um, but start kind of through high school, I got into a little bit more um, and just watching uh, with my friends. But I never played too seriously. Um, but I love watching, and I think Steph – is he's a big role model of mine just because of his size, his like technique and what he's done in the league, I think, um, shows that, you know, with hard work, anyone can, can become like an elite, elite athlete, um, and be at the top of their game.
0: Now he's a long range shooter. That's his specialty is three points. Is that, are you, uh, shots from distance shots from outside the area? Is that one of your specialties?
1: Um, I would say that's something that, I think I can definitely improve on, I'd say, um, every once in a while I can have a, have a nice shot from distance, but I think for Steph, what I look at a lot is just his technique and, um, how good he is at those little details and making the right pass. And, um, I think that's something that I really take, um, to the soccer side of it.
0: That's interesting that you could look at a basketball game and equate it to soccer.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you can respect just the, uh, the hours he puts in repetitions that he, that he does for shooting and, and just, Seeing that hard work and seeing how you can translate that to your own game.
0: Andres Jason, fifth homegrown for New York City FC. He's at preseason in Florida. Were there any other sports that you excelled at where maybe they would have fit in before soccer?
1: Um, never before soccer. I think just from a young age, soccer's always been uh my favorite sport. Um, but I think growing up I played a lot of different sports from like lacrosse tennis, um squash, all those different types of sports, which I think in the end have helped a lot with footwork and being able to just kind of handle different situations, I think have helped.
0: All right. So you mentioned Lionel Messi as uh, one of your idols, or, or you you talked about Steph Curry and Messi is another one you look up to, which that, that's not unusual, especially for an attacking player, but you've indicated that you watch him closely and, and really have picked things up from him. Can you, Talk about a couple of the things that you've tried to add to your game just just by watching him.
1: Yeah, I think when you, when you look at Messi, there's never a time when you can't learn more from him. I mean, um, he's the best in the world for a reason. And I think for me personally, seeing someone um, who's a smaller guy who's able to um, receive the ball in a pocket and keep his touch super close, um, I think that's one thing that I've learned is that his ability to keep the ball super close at all times is is what gives him that ability to go left or go right. And I think um, another thing that I've learned from him is is his timing. Um, it's not if he's going to drop the shoulder; it's when. So he knows that defenders are waiting for it, but he he uses that ability to to make it at the right time when the defender steps or when the defender isn't balanced. And I think that that's something that I can learn a lot about. Is just making sure that you you know that timing and recognize that.
0: Well, for those who haven't seen you play a lot, what are some of the things that we can look forward to seeing? What what, what part of your game do you think uh, is uh, is on the on the high level? And then there, I'm sure there's constructive things that you're still working on, like you just said. But uh, what, what what do we see when we watch Andres Jason play?
1: Yeah, I think we see a, a creative player who who loves getting on the ball. Um, and loves trying to create different things, whether it's on the dribble or or through passing and or shooting. And I think uh I'm a hardworking player offensively and defensively. I love to to work hard defensively, get back in. Um and I think that in the end, hopefully I can really develop um all my different areas that I do need improving on. Um and I think that I love learning. I think Maxi on our team is some someone who I really look up to who day-to-day I can just ask questions, learn from, um, because he's someone who's who's really at the top of the game and has really understood everyone's positioning on the field and, and stuff like that.
0: So you started the first preseason scrimmage against Chicago in, um, I guess, a wider area. Uh, do you see yourself there? And obviously it's more where the staff sees you. So maybe I'll look, uh, re- rephrase the question, but is it there or you talk about Maxie and there is not a particular depth at the number 10 position. So are you getting reps on the inside as well?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's important to be able to be versatile, be able to play out wide or play in the middle. Um, I think right now um, for me, it'd probably be out wide right now, but I think um, as I develop and as time passes, maybe move a little bit more towards the center. Um, But I think that's just learning and being more aware and, once I kind of pick up those little details that I can learn from from guys like Maxi, then I might be ready to, to come into the midfield and um, kind of be that number 10 player.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, back to Messi for a moment. and You talked about uh, his timing, and I know you were talking more about facing up one versus one, but it really is remarkable how often he receives the ball in between the lines, the midfield and the back line, without pressure and has that ability to turn. So is that part-timing too? Are those some of the things that uh, you are trying to bring to your game, especially if you're in that uh, midfield role?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's that recognition of of when am I going to receive the ball because if you make that movement too early, then the defender knows where you are and they can step. But if you make that movement at the perfect time and you're right in between the lines when you get the ball and you can take a good first touch, then you're facing the back line and you can run at them. And I think that's something that Messi does incredibly well.
0: Uh, Andres, you're um, you're in a position now uh, you started the first scrimmage. Uh, uh, there's another coming up uh, against Orlando, and uh, I would imagine there's a strong opportunity. You'll get the nod there uh, unless a, a transfer comes in. It would appear uh, and again, you're always going to be competing for, but it would appear that, you know, you're you're in the mix to, to get some minutes here for sir for it seems at least for the, uh, in the initial stages in the season. Um, because like I said, you, you earn that starting spot. So good things must be happening in preseason.
1: Yeah, I think, um, it all starts with, you know, feeling that trust from the coach and, and the staff. And I think, um, when you reward the coach also by, you know, doing things that he asks, making the runs that he wants. Um, I think that always helps. I think, um, for me really, it's just, making sure that if I do get opportunities to play, I, I make the most of them and um, then go from there. Obviously, being a young guy, I have to be patient. Um, and I know that I'm not going to, you know, get every single nod every time. But I got to understand that when I do get the nod, that's my opportunity. And, and I got to take, take you know, take advantage of that.
0: Well, I think most observers uh, saw how lively and busy you were in, in that first match. Now, if you are given a a, a, cha- a regular chance to play, whether it's, in a starting role or in a significant reserve role uh what's the expectation for supporters how many goals uh, how many goals you got in you for uh, for 2021
1: yeah hopefully i can i can score a few um that's definitely a goal of mine to to be productive and, and get on the score sheet i don't want to give a number but um you know hopefully hopefully there's a few this year
0: you know what i find uh, interesting in in, uh, in reading up about you uh and the, on the website they did uh, you know 10 things to know about Andres Jason uh I thought one of them that was interesting is not only you speak English and Spanish which would be expected but also French and I wasn't sure where how that fit in where, where where along the way did you learn the French language and how have you utilized that
1: yeah um so I obviously spoke Spanish and English growing up and in school um we had a choice of a couple different languages to choose from and i didn't want to take spanish cuz i already knew it and that wasn't really going to be useful so i took french um and i think it came pretty easily just because i knew spanish um right and so i worked pretty hard actually to just make sure that i was like not fluent but that i could use the language speak the language and i think um it's been something that's helped me along the way um, sometimes with maxime you know just speaking french for fun um, because his English is better than my French but um, just like making sure that I, I kind of keep using it
0: but understanding Spanish uh, within the realm of this team and really in this league uh, you know there are benefits without question since you have a lot of Spanish speaking uh, teammates yeah
1: yeah no I think it helps a lot especially um, when you want to ask questions you want to learn from guys um, you know they can take the time and speak to you in Spanish but also In a game, when you need something quick, like a quick movement, you can say it in Spanish because some of the guys um, don't understand all the English terms. So um, it's definitely very useful to be able to communicate with them in Spanish.
0: How uh, you've got a fellow Argentinian, I know you're American, but you've got that Argentinian blood, uh, Tati Castellanos up top with you. How is that progressing, that relationship, uh, how you work together?
1: Yeah, I think a lot. I think um, over the first few weeks, um, I've kind of just been getting used to to his runs in the box, especially when I'm on the ball to cross. Um, And that's something that after practice, we'll talk about based on like where the position of the ball is, where the center backs are. Like he kind of tells me what runs he likes to make. So I have a good idea of where to put the ball, but then I always got to look and see where he is. So I think that's a big thing that we've, we've talked about um, throughout preseason.
0: All right, Andres, well, before I, uh, uh, we depart here, uh, I want to know who you watch now if i'll ask argentina first and are is it uh, i I don't know uh if you where your father grew up uh, but is it boca juniors or river plate do you have one or the one one of those and uh or is it a european club so what do you got what who, who do you watch mostly and uh who do you like to watch who do you love to watch
1: well, so in Argentina, my dad grew up in Buenos Aires, so um, he's a River fan, so I'm a River fan. Okay,
0: you got no choice there. Uh,
1: exactly. And then, obviously, I love watching Barcelona um, with Messi. And then I really just love watching, and in general, just any game I can watch, um, Premier League, La Liga. Are probably my two favorite leagues to watch, but anything that's on, I just love watching.
0: And is there any player uh, that you watch on a regular basis that you – feel like is most like you or where you think you could fit into what they do I know you talked about Messi and 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 mimicking and trying some of the things he does but uh, anybody else
1: yeah I think um, when I watch Manchester City I think Bernardo Silva is a a big player that I can kind of try and look at and emulate Um, you know Phil Foden now is is unbelievable at playing between the lines so I think looking at those guys and just picking up little things that they do and just trying to see why they do them, understand why, and and try and implement that into my game.
0: Well, Andres, it's uh, been really nice getting to know you, and uh, I I wish you all the best as preseason continues. Uh, Got a scrimmage coming up. Well, there'll be a number of scrimmages coming up over the next uh, few weeks, and uh, I know this is a huge opportunity for you. But congratulations on the homegrown deal. Congratulations on your uh, past acceptance at Yale. Good luck with your studies and your soccer, and uh, look forward to talking again soon.
1: Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: This is Glenn Crooks on Frame.